Welcome back to the weekly Bible reading. This is week 34. This week we're going to read 2 Kings, chapters 15 through 25. Let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. We pray as we read these stories of these kings, we would understand that you are the true king, and that we are in your service, and that we need to serve you and not chase after other things, that we would make idols and gods in our lives, but to serve only you, and we would see how anything else ends in destruction. We pray this through Jesus. Amen. Second Kings chapter 15. In the twenty-seventh year of Jeroboam king of Israel, Azariah son of Amaziah king of Judah began to reign. He was sixteen years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jechaliah of Jerusalem. He did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes, according to all that his father Amaziah had done. However, the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense in the high places. Yahweh struck the king so that he was a leper to the day of his death, and lived in a separate house. Jotham the king's son was over the household, judging the people of the land. Now the rest of the acts of Azariah, and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? Azariah slept with his fathers, and they buried him with his fathers in David's city, and Jotham his son reigned in his place. In the thirty-eighth year of Azariah king of Judah, Zechariah the son of Jeroboam reigned over Israel and Samaria six months. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, as his fathers had done. He didn't depart from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel to sin. Shalom, the son of Jabesh, conspired against him, and struck him before the people, and killed him, and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Zechariah, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. This was Yahweh's word, which he spoke to Jehu, saying, Your sons to the fourth generation shall sit on the throne of Israel. So it came to pass. Shalom, the son of Jabesh, began to reign in the thirty-ninth year of Uzziah king of Judah, and he reigned for a month in Samaria. Menahem, the son of Gadi, went up from Tirzah, came to Samaria, struck Shalom, the son of Jabesh, in Samaria, killed him, and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Shalom and his conspiracy which he made, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. Then Menahem attacked Tifshah and all who were in it, and its border areas from Tirzah. He attacked it because they didn't open their gates to him, and he ripped up all their women who were with child. In the thirty-ninth year of Azariah king of Judah, Menahem the son of Gadi began to reign over Israel for ten years in Samaria. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight. He didn't depart all his days from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel to sin. Paul the king of Assyria came against the land, and Menahem gave Paul one thousand talents of silver that his hand might be with him to confirm the kingdom in his hand. Menahem exacted the money from all Israel, even from all the mighty men of wealth, from each man fifty shekels of silver, to give to the king of Assyria, so the king of Assyria turned back and didn't stay in the land. Now the rest of the acts of Menahem and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel? Menahem slept with his fathers, and Pekahiah his son reigned in his place. In the fiftieth year of Azariah king of Judah, Pekahiah the son of Menahem began to reign over Israel and Samaria, for two years. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight. He didn't depart from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel to sin. 
Pekah, the son of Remaliah, his captain, conspired against him and attacked him in Samaria, in the fortress of the king's house, with Argob and Aria, and with him were fifty men of the Gileadites. He killed him and reigned in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Pekahiah and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. In the fifty-second year of Azariah king of Judah, Pekah the son of Remaliah began to reign over Israel and Samaria for twenty years. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight. He didn't depart from the sins of Jeroboam the son of Nebat, with which he made Israel to sin. In the days of Pekah king of Israel, Tiglath-Pileser king of Assyria came and took Ijon, Abel-Beth-Maacah, Genoah, Kadesh, Hazor, Gilead, and Galilee, all the land of Naphtali, and he carried them captive to Assyria. Hoshea, the son of Elah, made a conspiracy against Pekah, the son of Remaliah, attacked him, killed him, and reigned in his place, in the twentieth year of Jotham, the son of Uzziah. Now the rest of the acts of Pekah, and all that he did, behold, they are written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Israel. In the second year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, king of Israel, Jotham, the son of Uzziah, king of Judah, began to reign. He was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jerushah, the daughter of Zadok. He did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes. He did according to all that his father Uzziah had done. However, the high places were not taken away. The people still sacrificed and burned incense in the high places. He built the upper gate of Yahweh's house. Now, the rest of the acts of Jotham and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? In those days, Yahweh began to send Rezan, the king of Syria, and Pekah, the son of Remaliah, against Judah. Jotham slept with his fathers and was buried with his fathers in his father David's city, and Ahaz, his son, reigned in his place. Chapter 16 In the seventeenth year of Pekah, the son of Remaliah, Ahaz, the son of Jotham, king of Judah, began to reign. Ahaz was twenty years old when he began to reign, and he reigned sixteen years in Jerusalem. He didn't do what was right in Yahweh his God's eyes like David his father. But he walked in the way of the kings of Israel, yes, and made his son to pass through the fire, according to the abominations of the nations whom Yahweh cast out from before the children of Israel. He sacrificed and burned incense in the high places, on the hills, and under every green tree. Then Rezan, king of Syria, and Pekah, son of Remaliah, king of Israel, came up to Jerusalem to wage war. They besieged Ahaz, but could not overcome him. At that time, Rezan, king of Syria, recovered Elath to Syria, and drove the Jews from Elath, and the Syrians came to Elath and lived there to this day. So Ahaz sent messengers to Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, saying, I am your servant and your son. Come up and save me out of the hand of the king of Syria, and out of the hand of the king of Israel, who rise up against me. Ahaz took the silver and gold that was found in Yahweh's house and in the treasures of the king's house and sent it for a present to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria listened to him, and the king of Assyria went up against Damascus and took it and carried its people captive to Kerr and killed Rezan. King Ahaz went to Damascus to meet Tiglath-Pileser, king of Assyria, and saw the altar that was at Damascus, and king Ahaz sent to Urijah the priest a drawing of the altar and plans to build it. Urijah the priest built an altar, according to all that King Ahaz had sent from Damascus. So Urijah the priest made it for the coming of King Ahaz from Damascus. When the king had come from Damascus, the king saw the altar, and the king came near to the altar and offered on it. He burned his burnt offering and his meal offering, poured his drink offering, and sprinkled the blood of his peace offerings on the altar. The bronze altar, which was before Yahweh, he brought from the front of the house, from between his altar and Yahweh's house, 
and put it on the north side of his altar. King Ahaz commanded Uriah the priest, saying, On the great altar burn the morning burnt offering, the evening meal offering, the king's burnt offering, his meal offering, with the burnt offering of all the people of the land, their meal offering, and their drink offerings, and sprinkle on it all the blood of the burnt offering, and all the blood of the sacrifice. But the bronze altar will be for me to inquire by. Uriah the priest did so, according to all that King Ahaz commanded. King Ahaz cut off the panels of the bases and removed the basin from them, and took down the sea from off the bronze oxen that were under it, and put it on a pavement of stone. He removed the covered way for the Sabbath that they had built in the house, and the king's entry outside to Yahweh's house, because of the king of Assyria. Now the rest of the acts of Ahaz, which he did, aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? Ahaz slept with his fathers, and was buried with his fathers in David's city, and Hezekiah his son reigned in his place. Chapter 17 in the twelfth year of Ahaz king of Judah, Hoshea the son of Elah began to reign in Samaria over Israel for nine years. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, yet not as the kings of Israel who were before him. Shalmaneser king of Assyria came up against him, and Hoshea became his servant and brought him tribute. The king of Assyria found conspiracy in Hoshea, for he had sent messengers to So, king of Egypt, and offered no tribute to the king of Assyria, as he had done year by year. Therefore the king of Assyria seized him and bound him in prison. Then the king of Assyria came up throughout all the land, went up to Samaria, and besieged it three years. In the ninth year of Hoshea, the king of Assyria took Samaria, and carried Israel away to Assyria, and placed them in Hala, and on the Habor, the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes. It was so, because the children of Israel had sinned against Yahweh their God, who brought them up out of the land of Egypt, from under the hand of Pharaoh, king of Egypt and had feared other gods, and walked in the statutes of the nations whom Yahweh cast out from before the children of Israel, and of the kings of Israel which they made. The children of Israel secretly did things that were not right against Yahweh their God, and they built high places for themselves in all their cities, from the tower of the watchman to the fortified city, and they set up for themselves pillars and asherah poles on every high hill and under every green tree. And there they burned incense in all the high places, as the nations whom Yahweh carried away before them did. And they did wicked things to provoke Yahweh to anger. And they served idols, of which Yahweh had said to them, You shall not do this thing. Yet Yahweh testified to Israel and to Judah by every prophet and every seer, saying, Turn from your evil ways, and keep my commandments and my statutes, according to all the law which I commanded your fathers, and which I sent to you by my servants the prophets. Notwithstanding, they would not listen, but hardened their neck like the neck of their fathers, who didn't believe in Yahweh their God. They rejected his statutes and his covenant that he made with their fathers, and his testimonies which he testified to them. And they followed vanity, and became vain, and followed the nations that were around them, concerning whom Yahweh had commanded them, that they should not do like them. They abandoned all the commandments of Yahweh their God, and made molten images for themselves, even two calves, and made an Asherah, and worshipped all the army of the sky, and served Baal. They caused their sons and their daughters to pass through the fire, used divination and enchantments, and sold themselves to do that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, to provoke him to anger. Therefore Yahweh was very angry with Israel, and removed them out of his sight. There was none left but the tribe of Judah only. Also Judah didn't keep the commandments of Yahweh their God, but walked in the statutes of Israel which they made. Yahweh rejected all the offspring of Israel, afflicted them, and delivered them into the hands of raiders, until he had cast them out of his sight. 
for he tore Israel from David's house, and they made Jeroboam the son of Nebat king. And Jeroboam drove Israel from following Yahweh, and made them sin a great sin. The children of Israel walked in all the sins of Jeroboam, which he did. They didn't depart from them, until Yahweh removed Israel out of his sight, as he said by all his servants the prophets. So Israel was carried away out of their own land to Assyria to this day. The king of Assyria brought men from Babylon, from Cuthoth, from Ava, and from Hamath, and Sepharvaim, and placed them in the cities of Samaria instead of the children of Israel, and they possessed Samaria and lived in its cities. So it was at the beginning of their dwelling there that they didn't fear Yahweh. Therefore Yahweh sent lions among them, which killed some of them. Therefore they spoke to the king of Assyria, saying, The nations which you have carried away and placed in the cities of Samaria don't know the law of the God of the land. Therefore he has sent lions among them, and behold, they killed them, because they don't know the law of the God of the land. Then the king of Assyria commanded, saying, Carry there one of the priests whom you brought from there, and let them go and dwell there, and let them teach them the law of the God of the land. So one of the priests whom they had carried away from Samaria came and lived in Bethel, and taught them how they should fear Yahweh. However, every nation made gods of their own, and put them in the houses of the high places which the Samaritans had made, every nation in their cities in which they lived. The men of Babylon made Succoth Binoth, and the men of Cuth made Nergal, and the men of Hamath made Ashima, and the Avites made Nibhaz and Tartak, and the Sepharvites burned their children in the fire to Adrimelech and Anamelech, the gods of Sepharvaim. So they feared Yahweh, and also made from among themselves priests of the high places for themselves, who sacrificed for them in the houses of the high places. They feared Yahweh, and also served their own gods, after the ways of the nations from among whom they had been carried away. To this day they do what they did before. They don't fear Yahweh, and they do not follow the statutes or the ordinances or the law or the commandment which Yahweh commanded the children of Jacob, whom he named Israel, with whom Yahweh had made a covenant and commanded them, saying, You shall not fear other gods, nor bow yourselves to them, nor serve them, nor sacrifice to them. But you shall fear Yahweh, who brought you up out of the land of Egypt with great power and with an outstretched arm. And you shall bow yourselves to him, and you shall sacrifice to him. The statutes and the ordinances, and the law and the commandment which he wrote for you, you shall observe to do forevermore. You shall not fear other gods. You shall not forget the covenant which I have made with you. You shall not fear other gods. But you shall fear Yahweh your God, and he will deliver you out of the hand of all your enemies. However, they didn't listen, but they did what they did before. So these nations feared Yahweh and also served their engraved images. Their children did likewise, and so did their children's children. They do as their fathers did to this day. Chapter 18 Now in the third year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Hezekiah, the son of Ahaz, king of Judah, began to reign. He was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned twenty-nine years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Abi, the daughter of Zechariah. He did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes, according to all that David his father had done. He removed the high places, and broke the pillars, and cut down the Asherah. He also broke in pieces the bronze serpent that Moses had made, because in those days the children of Israel burned incense to it, and he called it Nehushtan. He trusted in Yahweh, the God of Israel, so that after him was no one like him among all the kings of Judah, nor among them that were before him. For he joined with Yahweh, he didn't depart from following him, but kept his commandments which Yahweh commanded Moses. 
Yahweh was with him. Wherever he went, he prospered. He rebelled against the king of Assyria and didn't serve him. He struck the Philistines to Gaza and its borders, from the tower of the watchman to the fortified city. In the fourth year of King Hezekiah, which was the seventh year of Hoshea, son of Elah, king of Israel, Shalmaneser, king of Assyria, came up against Samaria and besieged it. At the end of three years, they took it. In the sixth year of Hezekiah, which was the ninth year of Hoshea, king of Israel, Samaria was taken. The king of Assyria carried Israel away to Assyria and put them in Hala and on the Habor, the river of Gozan, and in the cities of the Medes, because they didn't obey Yahweh their God's voice, but transgressed his covenant, even all that Moses, the servant of Yahweh, commanded, and would not hear it or do it. Now, in the fourteenth year of King Hezekiah, Sennacherib, king of Assyria, came up against all the fortified cities of Judah and took them. Hezekiah, king of Judah, sent to the king of Assyria to Lachish, saying, I have offended you. Return from me. That which you put on me I will bear. The king of Assyria appointed to Hezekiah, king of Judah, three hundred talents of silver and thirty talents of gold. Hezekiah gave him all the silver that was found in Yahweh's house and in the treasures of the king's house. At that time, Hezekiah cut off the gold from the doors of Yahweh's temple and from the pillars which Hezekiah king of Judah had overlaid, and gave it to the king of Assyria. The king of Assyria sent Tartan and Rabsaris and Rabshakeh from Lachish to king Hezekiah with a great army to Jerusalem. They went up and came to Jerusalem. When they had come up, they came and stood by the conduit of the upper pool, which is in the highway of the fuller's field. When they had called to the king, Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, who was over the household, and Shebna the scribe, and Joah the son of Asaph the recorder, came out to them. Rabshakeh said to them, Say now to Hezekiah, The great king, the king of Assyria, says, What confidence is this in which you trust? You say, but they are vain words. There is counsel and strength for war. Now on whom do you trust, that you have rebelled against me? Now behold, you trust in the staff of this bruised reed, even in Egypt. If a man leans on it, it will go into his hand and pierce it. So is Pharaoh king of Egypt to all who trust on him. But if you tell me, we trust in Yahweh our God, isn't that he whose high places and whose altars Hezekiah has taken away, and has said to Judah and to Jerusalem, You shall worship before this altar in Jerusalem? Now therefore, please give pledges to my master the king of Assyria, and I will give you two thousand horses, if you are able on your part to set riders on them. How then can you turn away the face of one captain of the least of my master's servants, and put your trust on Egypt for chariots and for horsemen. Have I now come up without Yahweh against this place to destroy it? Yahweh said to me, Go up against this land and destroy it. Then Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, Shebna, and Joah said to Rabshakeh, Please speak to your servants in the Syrian language, for we understand it. Don't speak with us in the Jews' language in the hearing of the people who are on the wall. But Rabshakeh said to them, has my master sent me to your master and to you to speak these words? Hasn't he sent me to the men who sit on the wall, to eat their own dung and to drink their own urine with you? Then Rabshakeh stood and cried with a loud voice in the Jews' language and spoke, saying, Hear the word of the great king, the king of Assyria. The king says, Don't let Hezekiah deceive you, for he will not be able to deliver you out of his hand. Don't let Hezekiah make you trust in Yahweh, saying, Yahweh will surely deliver us, and this city shall not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Don't listen to Hezekiah, for the king of Assyria says, Make your peace with me, and come out to me, and every one of you eat from his own vine, and every one from his own fig tree, and every one drink water from his own cistern. 
until I come and take you away to a land like your own land, a land of grain and of new wine, a land of bread and vineyards, a land of olive trees and of honey, that you may live and not die. Don't listen to Hezekiah when he persuades you, saying, Yahweh will deliver us. Has any of the gods of the nations ever delivered his land out of the hand of the king of Assyria? Where are the gods of Hamath and Arpad? Where are the gods of Sepharvaim, of Hina and Iva? Have they delivered Samaria out of my hand? Who are they among all the gods of the countries that have delivered their country out of my hand, that Yahweh should deliver Jerusalem out of my hand? But the people stayed quiet and answered him not a word. For the king's commandment was, Don't answer him. Then Eliakim, the son of Hilkiah, who was over the household, came with Shebna the scribe and Joah the son of Asaph the recorder to Hezekiah, with their clothes torn, and told him Rabshakeh's words. Chapter 19 When King Hezekiah heard it, he tore his clothes, covered himself with sackcloth, and went into Yahweh's house. He sent Eliakim, who was over the household, Shebna the scribe, and the elders of the priests, covered with sackcloth, to Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amos. They said to him, Hezekiah says, Today is a day of trouble, of rebuke, and of rejection. For the children have come to the point of birth, and there is no strength to deliver them. It may be, Yahweh your God will hear all the words of Rabshakeh, whom the king of Assyria his master has sent to defy the living God, and will rebuke the words which Yahweh your God has heard. Therefore, lift up your prayer for the remnant that is left. So the servants of king Hezekiah came to Isaiah. Isaiah said to them, Tell your master this, Yahweh says, Don't be afraid of the words that you have heard, with which the servants of the king of Assyria have blasphemed me. Behold, I will put a spirit in him, and he will hear news and will return to his own land. I will cause him to fall by the sword in his own land. So Rabshakeh returned and found the king of Assyria warring against Libna, for he had heard that he had departed from Lachish. When he heard it said of Tirhaka, king of Ethiopia, Behold, he has come out to fight against you. He sent messengers again to Hezekiah, saying, Tell Hezekiah, king of Judah, this. Don't let your God in whom you trust deceive you, saying, Jerusalem will not be given into the hand of the king of Assyria. Behold, you have heard what the kings of Syria have done to all lands by destroying them utterly. Will you be delivered? Have the gods of the nations delivered them, which my fathers have destroyed? Gozan, Haran, Rezeph and the children of Eden who were in Telassar. Where is the king of Hamath, the king of Arpad, and the king of Sepharvaim, of Hina and Iva? Hezekiah received the letter from the hand of the messengers and read it. Then Hezekiah went up to Yahweh's house and spread it before Yahweh. Hezekiah prayed before Yahweh and said, Yahweh, the God of Israel, who are enthroned above the cherubim, you are the God, even you alone of all the kingdoms of the earth. You have made heaven and earth. Incline your ear, Yahweh, and hear. Open your eyes, Yahweh, and see. Hear the words of Sennacherib, which he has sent to defy the living God. Truly, Yahweh, the kings of Assyria have laid waste the nations in their lands, and have cast their gods into the fire. For they were no gods, but the work of men's hands, wood and stone. Therefore they have destroyed them. Now therefore, Yahweh our God, save us, I beg you, out of his hand that all the kingdoms of the earth may know that you, Yahweh, are God alone. Then Isaiah, the son of Amos, sent to Hezekiah, saying, Yahweh, the God of Israel, says, You have prayed to me against Sennacherib, king of Assyria, and I have heard you. 
This is the word that Yahweh has spoken concerning him. The virgin daughter of Zion has despised you and ridiculed you. The daughter of Jerusalem has shaken her head at you. Whom have you defied and blasphemed? Against whom have you exalted your voice and lifted up your eyes on high? Against the Holy One of Israel. By your messengers you have defied the Lord and have said, With the multitude of my chariots I have come up to the height of the mountains, to the innermost parts of Lebanon, and I will cut down its tall cedars and its choice cypress trees, and I will enter into its furthest lodging place, the forest of his fruitful field. I have dug and drunk strange waters, and I will dry up all the rivers of Egypt with the sole of my feet. Haven't you heard how I have done it long ago, and formed it from ancient times? Now I have brought it to pass, that it should be yours to lay waste fortified cities and to ruinous heaps. Therefore their inhabitants had little power. They were dismayed and confounded. They were like the grass of the field, and like the green herb, like the grass on the hilltops, and like the grain blasted before it has grown up. But I know you're sitting down, you're going out, you're coming in, and you're raging against me. Behold, because of your raging against me, and because your arrogance has come up into my ears, therefore I will put my hook in your nose, and my bridle in your lips, and I will turn you back by the way by which you came. This will be the sign to you. This year you will eat that which grows of itself, and in the second year that which springs from that. And in the third year, sow, and reap, and plant vineyards, and eat its fruit. The remnant that has escaped of the house of Judah will again take root downward, and bear fruit upward. Out of Jerusalem a remnant will go out, and out of Mount Zion those who shall escape. Yahweh's zeal will perform this. Therefore Yahweh says concerning the king of Assyria, He will not come to this city, nor shoot an arrow there. He will not come before it with shield, nor cast up a mound against it. He will return the same way that he came, and he will not come to this city, says Yahweh. For I will defend this city to save it for my own sake, and for my servant David's sake. That night Yahweh's angel went out and struck 185,000 in the camp of the Assyrians. When men rose early in the morning, behold, these were all dead bodies. So Sennacherib king of Assyria departed and went and returned and lived at Nineveh. As he was worshipping in the house of Nisroch his god, Adrimelech and Sherezer struck him with the sword, and they escaped into the land of Ararat. Esarhaddon, his son, reigned in his place. Chapter 20 In those days Hezekiah was sick and dying. Isaiah the prophet, the son of Amoz, came to him and said to him, Yahweh says, Set your house in order, for you will die and not live. Then he turned his face to the wall and prayed to Yahweh, saying, Remember now, Yahweh, I beg you, how I have walked before you in truth, and with a perfect heart, and have done that which was good in your sight. And Hezekiah wept bitterly. Before Isaiah had gone out into the middle part of the city, Yahweh's word came to him, saying, Turn back, and tell Hezekiah, the prince of my people, Yahweh, the God of David your father, says, I have heard your prayer, I have seen your tears. Behold, I will heal you. On the third day, you will go up to Yahweh's house. I will add to your days fifteen years. I will deliver you and the city out of the hand of the king of Assyria. I will defend this city for my own sake and for my servant David's sake. Isaiah said, Take a cake of figs. They took and laid it on the boil, and he recovered. Hezekiah said to Isaiah, 
What will be the sign that Yahweh will heal me, and that I will go up to Yahweh's house the third day? Isaiah said, This will be the sign to you from Yahweh, that Yahweh will do the thing that he has spoken. Should the shadow go forward ten steps, or go back ten steps? Hezekiah answered, It is a light thing for the shadow to go forward ten steps. No, but let the shadow return backward ten steps. Isaiah the prophet cried to Yahweh, and he brought the shadow ten steps backward by which it had gone down on the sundial of Ahaz. At that time, Baradak, Baladan, the son of Baladan, king of Babylon, sent letters and a present to Hezekiah, for he had heard that Hezekiah had been sick. Hezekiah listened to them, and he showed them all the storehouse of his precious things, the silver, the gold, the spices, and the precious oil, and the house of his armor, and all that was found in his treasures. There was nothing in his house or in all his dominion that Hezekiah didn't show them. Then Isaiah the prophet came to King Hezekiah and said to him, What did these men say? From where do they come to you? Hezekiah said, They have come from a far country, even from Babylon. He said, What have they seen in your house? Hezekiah answered, They have seen all that is in my house. There is nothing among my treasures that I have not shown them. Isaiah said to Hezekiah, Hear Yahweh's word. Behold, the days will come that all that is in your house and that which your fathers have laid up in store to this day will be carried to Babylon. Nothing will be left, says Yahweh. They will take away some of your sons who will issue from you, whom you will father, and they will be eunuchs in the palace of the king of Babylon. Then Hezekiah said to Isaiah, Yahweh's word which you have spoken is good. He said, moreover, Isn't it so if peace and truth will be in my days? Now the rest of the acts of Hezekiah and all his might, and how he made the pool and the conduit and brought water into the city, aren't they written in the book of the chronicles of the kings of Judah? Hezekiah slept with his fathers, and Manasseh, his son, reigned in his place. Chapter 21 Manasseh was twelve years old when he began to reign, and he reigned fifty-five years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hephzibah. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, after the abominations of the nations whom Yahweh cast out before the children of Israel. For he built again the high places which Hezekiah his father had destroyed, and he raised up altars for Baal, and made an Asherah, as Ahab king of Israel did, and worshipped all the army of the sky and served them. He built altars in Yahweh's house, of which Yahweh said, I will put my name in Jerusalem. He built altars for all the army of the sky in the two courts of Yahweh's house. He made his son to pass through the fire, practiced sorcery, used enchantments, and dealt with those who had familiar spirits and with wizards. He did much evil in Yahweh's sight to provoke him to anger. He set the engraved image of Asherah that he had made in the house, of which Yahweh said to David and to Solomon his son, In this house and in Jerusalem, which I have chosen out of all the tribes of Israel, I will put my name forever. I will not cause the feet of Israel to wander any more out of the land which I gave their fathers, if only they will observe to do according to all that I have commanded them, and according to all the law that my servant Moses commanded them. But they didn't listen. And Manasseh seduced them to do that which was evil, more than the nations did whom Yahweh destroyed before the children of Israel. Yahweh spoke by his servants the prophet, saying, Because Manasseh, king of Judah, has done these abominations, and has dealt wickedly above all that the Amorites did who were before him, and has also made Judah sin with his idols, therefore Yahweh the God of Israel says, Behold, I bring such evil on Jerusalem and Judah, that whoever hears of it, both his ears will tingle. I will stretch over Jerusalem the line of Samaria, 
and the plummet of Ahab's house, and I will wipe Jerusalem as a man wipes a dish, wiping it and turning it upside down. I will cast off the remnant of my inheritance and deliver them into the hands of their enemies. They will become a prey and a plunder to all their enemies, because they have done that which is evil in my sight and have provoked me to anger. Since the day their fathers came out of Egypt, even to this day. Moreover, Manasseh shed innocent blood very much until he had filled Jerusalem from one end to another. In addition to his sin, with which he made Judah to sin, in doing that which was evil in Yahweh's sight. Now the rest of the acts of Manasseh, and all that he did, and his sin that he sinned, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? Manasseh slept with his fathers, and was buried in the garden of his own house, in the garden of Uzzah, and Ammon his son reigned in his place. Ammon was twenty-two years old when he began to reign, and he reigned two years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Meshulameth, the daughter of Haruz of Jotba. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, as Manasseh his father did. He walked in all the ways that his father walked in, and served the idols that his father served, and worshipped them. And he abandoned Yahweh, the god of his fathers, and didn't walk in the way of Yahweh. The servants of Ammon conspired against him, and put the king to death in his own house. But the people of the land killed all those who had conspired against King Ammon, and the people of the land made Josiah his son king in his place. Now the rest of the acts of Ammon, which he did, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? He was buried in his tomb in the garden of Uzzah, and Josiah his son reigned in his place. Chapter 22 Josiah was eight years old when he began to reign, and he reigned thirty-one years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Jedidiah, the daughter of Adiah of Bozkath. He did that which was right in Yahweh's eyes, and walked in all the way of David his father, and didn't turn away to the right hand or to the left. In the eightieth year of King Josiah, the king sent Shaphan, the son of Azaliah, the son of Meshulam, the scribe, to Yahweh's house, saying, Go up to Hilkiah the high priest, that he may count the money which is brought into Yahweh's house, which the keepers of the threshold have gathered of the people. Let them deliver it into the hand of the workmen who have the oversight of Yahweh's house, and let them give it to the workmen who are in Yahweh's house to repair the damage to the house, to the carpenters, and to the builders, and to the masons, and for buying timber and cut stone to repair the house. However, there was no accounting made with them of the money that was delivered into their hand, for they dealt faithfully. Hilkiah the high priest said to Shaphan the scribe, I have found the book of the law in Yahweh's house. Hilkiah delivered the book to Shaphan, and he read it. Shaphan the scribe came to the king, and brought the king word again, and said, Your servants have emptied out the money that was found in the house, and have delivered it into the hands of the workmen who have the oversight of Yahweh's house. Shaphan the scribe told the king, saying, Hilkiah the priest has delivered a book to me. Then Shaphan read it before the king. When the king had heard the words of the book of the law, he tore his clothes. The king commanded Hilkiah the priest, Ahikam the son of Shaphan, Akbor the son of Micaiah, Shaphan the scribe, and Asaiah the king's servant, saying, Go, inquire of Yahweh for me and for the people, and for all Judah concerning the words of this book that is found. For great is Yahweh's wrath that is kindled against us, because our fathers have not listened to the words of this book, to do according to all that which is written concerning us. So Hilkiah the priest, Ahikam, Akbor, Shaphan, and Asaiah went to Huldah the prophetess, the wife of Shalom, the son of Tikva, the son of Herhas, keeper of the wardrobe. Now she lived in Jerusalem in the second quarter, and they talked with her. She said to them, Yahweh, the God of Israel, says, 
Tell the men who sent you to me. Yahweh says, Behold, I will bring evil on this place and on its inhabitants, even all the words of the book which the king of Judah has read, because they have forsaken me and have burned incense to other gods, that they might provoke me to anger with all the work of their hands. Therefore my wrath shall be kindled against this place, and it will not be quenched. But to the king of Judah, who sent you to inquire of Yahweh, tell him, Yahweh the God of Israel says, Concerning the words which you have heard, Because your heart was tender, and you humbled yourself before Yahweh, when you heard what I spoke against this place and against its inhabitants, that they should become a desolation and a curse, and have torn your clothes and wept before me, I also have heard you, says Yahweh. Therefore, behold, I will gather you to your fathers, and you will be gathered to your grave in peace. Your eyes will not see all the evil which I will bring on this place. So they brought this message back to the king. Chapter 23 The king sent and gathered to him all the elders of Judah and of Jerusalem. The king went up to Yahweh's house, and all the men of Judah and all the inhabitants of Jerusalem with him, with the priests, the prophets, and all the people, both small and great. And he read in their hearing all the words of the book of the covenant which was found in Yahweh's house. The king stood by the pillar and made a covenant before Yahweh to walk after Yahweh and to keep his commandments, his testimonies, and his statutes with all his heart and all his soul, to confirm the words of this covenant that were written in this book. And all the people agreed to the covenant. The king commanded Hilkiah the high priest, and the priests of the second order, and the keepers of the threshold, to bring out of Yahweh's temple all the vessels that were made for Baal and for Asherah, and for all the army of the sky, and he burned them outside of Jerusalem in the fields of Kidron, and carried their ashes to Bethel. He got rid of the idolatrous priests, whom the kings of Judah had ordained to burn incense in the high places in the cities of Judah, and in the places around Jerusalem. Those also who burned incense to Baal, to the sun, and to the moon, and to the planets, and all the army of the sky. He brought out the Asherah from Yahweh's house outside of Jerusalem, to the brook Kidron, and burned it at the brook Kidron and beat it to dust, and cast its dust on the graves of the common people. He broke down the houses of the male shrine prostitutes that were in Yahweh's house, where the women wove hangings for the Asherah. He brought all the priests out of the cities of Judah, and defiled the high places where the priests had burned incense, from Geba to Beersheba. And he broke down the high places of the gates that were at the entrance of the gate of Joshua, the governor of the city, which were on a man's left hand at the gate of the city. Nevertheless, the priests of the high places didn't come up to Yahweh's altar in Jerusalem, but they ate unleavened bread among their brothers. He defiled Topheth, which is in the valley of the children of Hinnom, that no man might make his son or his daughter to pass through the fire to Molech. He took away the horses that the kings of Judah had given to the son at the entrance of Yahweh's house, by the room of Nathan Melech, the officer who was in the court, and he burned the chariots of the son with fire. The king broke down the altars that were on the roof of the upper room of Ahaz, which the kings of Judah had made, and the altars which Manasseh had made in the two courts of Yahweh's house, and beat them down from there and cast their dust into the brook Kidron. The king defiled the high places that were before Jerusalem, which were on the right hand of the mountain of corruption, which Solomon the king of Israel had built for Ashtoreth, the abomination of the Sidonians, and for Chemosh, the abomination of Moab, and for Milcom, the abomination of the children of Ammon. He broke in pieces the altars, cut down the Asherah poles, and filled their places with men's bones. Moreover, the altar that was at Bethel, and the high place which Jeroboam the son of Nebat, who made Israel to sin, had made, even that altar, and the high place, he broke down, and he burned the high place and beat it to dust, and burned the Asherah. As Josiah turned, he spied the tombs that were there in the mountain, 
And he sent and took the bones out of the tombs, and burned them on the altar, and defiled it, according to Yahweh's word, which the man of God proclaimed, who proclaimed these things. Then he said, What monument is that which I see? The men of the city told him, It is the tomb of the man of God who came from Judah, and proclaimed these things that you have done against the altar of Bethel. He said, Let him be, let no one move his bones. So they let his bones alone, with the bones of the prophet who came out of Samaria. All the houses also of the high places that were in the cities of Samaria, which the kings of Israel had made to provoke Yahweh to anger, Josiah took away and did to them according to all the acts that he had done in Bethel. He killed all the priests of the high places that were there on the altars and burned men's bones on them, and he returned to Jerusalem. The king commanded all the people, saying, Keep the Passover to Yahweh your God, as it is written in the book of the covenant. Surely there was not kept such a Passover from the days of the judges who judged Israel, nor in all the days of the kings of Israel, nor of the kings of Judah. But in the eighteenth year of King Josiah, this Passover was kept to Yahweh in Jerusalem. Moreover, Josiah removed those who had familiar spirits, the wizards and the teraphim, and the idols, and all the abominations that were seen in the land of Judah and in Jerusalem, that he might confirm the words of the law that were written in the book that Hilkiah the priest found in Yahweh's house. There was no king like him before him who turned to Yahweh with all his heart and with all his soul and with all his might, according to all the law of Moses, and there was none like him who arose after him. Notwithstanding, Yahweh didn't turn from the fierceness of his great wrath, with which his anger burned against Judah, because of all the provocation with which Manasseh had provoked him. Yahweh said, I will also remove Judah out of my sight, as I have removed Israel, and I will cast off this city which I have chosen, even Jerusalem, and the house of which I said, My name shall be there. Now the rest of the acts of Josiah, and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? In his days Pharaoh Necho, king of Egypt, went up against the king of Assyria to the river Euphrates, and king Josiah went against him, and Pharaoh Necho killed him at Megiddo. When he had seen him, his servants carried him in a chariot dead from Megiddo and brought him to Jerusalem, and buried him in his own tomb. The people of the land took Jehoahaz, the son of Josiah, and anointed him, and made him king in his father's place. Jehoahaz was twenty-three years old when he began to reign, and he reigned three months in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hamutal, the daughter of Jeremiah of Libna. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, according to all that his fathers had done. Pharaoh Necho put him in bonds at Riblah in the land of Hamath, that he might not reign in Jerusalem, and put the land to a tribute of one hundred talents of silver and a talent of gold. Pharaoh Necho made Eliakim, the son of Josiah, king in the place of Josiah his father, and changed his name to Jehoiakim. But he took Jehoahaz away, and he came to Egypt and died there. Jehoiakim gave the silver and the gold to Pharaoh, but he taxed the land to give the money according to the commandment of Pharaoh. He exacted the silver and the gold of the people of the land from everyone according to his assessment to give it to Pharaoh Necho. Jehoiakim was twenty-five years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Zebedah, the daughter of Padiah of Rumah. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, according to all that his fathers had done. Chapter 24 In his days Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon came up, and Jehoiakim became his servant three years. Then he turned and rebelled against him. Yahweh sent against him bands of the Chaldeans, and bands of the Syrians, and bands of the Moabites, and bands of the children of Ammon, and sent them against Judah to destroy it, according to Yahweh's word, which he spoke by his servants the prophets. Surely at the commandment of Yahweh this came on Judah, to remove them out of his sight, for the sins of Manasseh, according to all that he did, 
and also for the innocent blood that he shed, for he filled Jerusalem with innocent blood, and Yahweh would not pardon. Now the rest of the acts of Jehoiakim and all that he did, aren't they written in the book of the Chronicles of the kings of Judah? So Jehoiakim slept with his fathers, and Jehoiachin, his son, reigned in his place. The king of Egypt didn't come out of his land any more, for the king of Babylon had taken from the brook of Egypt to the river Euphrates all that belonged to the king of Egypt. Jehoiachin was eighteen years old when he began to reign, and he reigned in Jerusalem three months. His mother's name was Nehushta, the daughter of Elnathan of Jerusalem. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, according to all that his father had done. At that time, the servants of Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came up to Jerusalem, and the city was besieged. Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, came to the city while his servants were besieging it. And Jehoiachin, the king of Judah, went out to the king of Babylon, he and his mother and his servants and his princes and his officers, and the king of Babylon captured him in the eighth year of his reign. He carried out from there all the treasures of Yahweh's house and the treasures of the king's house, and cut in pieces all the vessels of gold which Solomon, king of Israel, had made in Yahweh's temple. As Yahweh had said, he carried away all Jerusalem, and all the princes, and all the mighty men of valor, even ten thousand captives, and all the craftsmen and the smiths. No one remained except the poorest people of the land. He carried away Jehoiachin to Babylon with the king's mother, the king's wives, his officers, and the chief men of the land. He carried them into captivity from Jerusalem to Babylon. All the men of might, even seven thousand, and the craftsmen, and the smiths, one thousand, and all of them strong and fit for war, even them the king of Babylon brought captive to Babylon. The king of Babylon made Mataniah, Jehoiachin's father's brother, king in his place, and changed his name to Zedekiah. Zedekiah was twenty-one years old when he began to reign, and he reigned eleven years in Jerusalem. His mother's name was Hamutal, the daughter of Jeremiah of Libna. He did that which was evil in Yahweh's sight, according to all that Jehoiakim had done. For through the anger of Yahweh this happened in Jerusalem and Judah until he had cast them out from his presence. Then Zedekiah rebelled against the king of Babylon. Chapter 25 In the ninth year of his reign, in the tenth month, in the tenth day of the month, Nebuchadnezzar king of Babylon came, he and all his army, against Jerusalem and encamped against it. And they built forts against it around it. So the city was besieged until the eleventh year of king Zedekiah. On the ninth day of the fourth month, the famine was severe in the land, so that there was no bread for the people of the land. Then a breach was made in the city, and all the men of war fled by night by the way of the gate between the two walls, which was by the king's garden. Now the Chaldeans were against the city around it. And the king went by the way of the Arabah, but the Chaldean army pursued the king and overtook him in the plains of Jericho, and all his army was scattered from him. Then they captured the king and carried him up to the king of Babylon, to Riblah, and they passed judgment on him. They killed Zedekiah's sons before his eyes, then put out Zedekiah's eyes, bound him with fetters, and carried him to Babylon. Now, in the fifth month, on the seventh day of the month, which was the nineteenth year of King Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, Nebuchadnezzar, the captain of the guard, a servant of the king of Babylon, came to Jerusalem. He burned Yahweh's house, the king's house, and all the houses of Jerusalem. Even every great house he burned with fire. All the army of the Chaldeans, who were with the captain of the guard, broke down the walls around Jerusalem. Nebuchadnezzar, the captain of the guard, carried away captive the residue of the people who were left in the city, and those who fell away, who fell to the king of Babylon, and the residue of the multitude. But the captain of the guard left some of the poorest of the land to work the vineyards and fields. 
the chaldeans broke up the pillars of bronze that were in yahweh's house and the bases in the bronze sea that were in yahweh's house and carried the bronze pieces to babylon they took away the pots the shovels the snuffers the spoons and all the vessels of bronze with which they ministered the captain of the guard took away the firepans the basins that which was of gold in gold and that which was of silver in silver the two pillars the one sea and the bases which solomon had made for yahweh's house the bronze of all these vessels was not weighed the height of the one pillar was eighteen cubits and a capital of bronze was on it the height of the capital was three cubits with network and pomegranates on the capital around it all of bronze and the second pillar with its network was like these the captain of the guard took sariah the chief priest zephaniah the second priest and the three keepers of the threshold and out of the city he took an officer who was set over the men of war and five men of those who saw the king's face, who were found in the city, and the scribe, the captain of the army, who mustered the people of the land, and sixty men of the people of the land, who were found in the city. Nebuzaradan, the captain of the guard, took them, and brought them to the king of Babylon, to Riblah. The king of Babylon attacked them, and put them to death at Riblah in the land of Hamath. So Judah was carried away captive out of his land. As for the people who were left in the land of Judah, whom Nebuchadnezzar, king of Babylon, had left, even over them he made Gedaliah the son of Ahikam, the son of Shaphan, governor. Now when all the captains of the forces, they and their men, heard that the king of Babylon had made Gedaliah governor, they came to Gedaliah to Mizpah, even Ishmael the son of Nethaniah, and Johanan the son of Koreah, and Sariah the son of Tahumath, the Tophathite, and Jaazaniah the son of the Maacathite, they and their men. Gedaliah swore to them and to their men, and said to them, don't be afraid because of the servants of the Chaldeans. Dwell in the land and serve the king of Babylon, and it will be well with you. But in the seventh month, Ishmael, the son of Nethaniah, the son of Elishama, of the royal offspring, came, and ten men with him, and struck Gedaliah so that he died, with the Jews and the Chaldeans that were with him at Mizpah. All the people, both small and great, and the captains of the forces arose and came to Egypt, for they were afraid of the Chaldeans. In the thirty-seventh year of the captivity of Jehoiachin, king of Judah, in the twelfth month, on the twenty-seventh day of the month, evil Merodach, king of Babylon, in the year that he began to reign, lifted up the head of Jehoiachin, king of Judah, out of prison. And he spoke kindly to him, and set his throne above the throne of the kings who were with him in Babylon, and changed his prison garments. Jehoiachin ate bread before him continually all the days of his life, and for his allowance there was a continual allowance given him from the king every day a portion, all the days of his life. Well, that's our reading for this week. I look forward to reading with you again next week.